On tonight's first down under the Chargers, put together one drive that encapsulated their entire season. We're going to run through our MVPs and LVPs of Week 11, plus the vibes. We're running pretty high here as your boys both secured a close W in fantasy. Boom! Jazz, you ready? Yes. Play to win the game. Boof! I love that. Playoffs? Yay! 5800! I just hope we can win a game. You've got to always protect the McNuggets. Nice. I don't want to get the projects. Oh my goodness! Red Pigs and Wow! And this is First Down Under. My name is Zach, joined as always by Charlie King. Chez. Sheesh. A week in the books, mate. Week 11. Week 11. 11. And things 11. are starting to get a little bit clearer. Yes. At the top of both divisions, uh, both conferences rather, but after that it gets a little murky. I feel like the middle tier of both, uh, you just got no idea who's going to end up going the distance. Yeah, and there are some teams, you look at the playoff picture now, that we, that I look at and I say they simply do not deserve to be there, predominantly talking about the LA Rams and how they are still in the thicker things. They certainly despite are. Despite their strong NFC West division, but... Yes, I mean, a pretty mundane week of football in terms of there were some really bad games that we're just not even going to touch today. I'm talking Jets Redskins. I'm yep. talking Bengals Raiders, Oof. which everyone said the Raiders look sensational against. They won 17 to 10, for God's sake. And I'm looking at uh, New Orleans Tampa. I mean, a good win for the Saints on the road, but you know. You don't want to give Bills Dolphins not a even love? Maybe Bills Dolphins. You'll avoid Josh Allen. Give that 10 seconds. I did avoid Josh Allen. Luckily, it didn't cost me. We'll get into that a bit later. Um, but, uh, yeah, the playoff picture, I'm liking it a lot. You look at that by the by teams for the playoffs, Patriots, Ravens, Niners, Packers, traditional teams. We love the look of them. We love the structure. Mm-hmm. And there are some cheeky wildcard teams that could actually do a bit of damage. Yeah, it definitely, uh, it's crowded up top and I'm mm. excited to see how it all unfolds, but we've got to start mate with Monday night football. We just watched it. It was in Mexico city, the chiefs. Hosted the Chargers? Was this a home? Oh, no, it was Chargers. It was a Chargers home. home game in Mexico City where they don't have any home games, really. Do you feel like they had more fans there than they would they did. in LA? Like, it yeah. sounded like there was a real a real buzz. Yeah, absolutely. They loved uh, it. They loved the Chargers. And the Monday night team had the uh, a couple of Mexican dudes playing the anthem out the front of the stadium. Oh, and beautiful. John Pelissero was frothing it. said, there's no better sound. And Booger McFarlane quickly agreed. But uh, overall, a pretty... Piss poor game. Mm, it hurt. And we'll play a little bit of that final drive. Oof. Tries that under move. Rivers steps up to the end zone. Oh no! Intercepted by Sorensen. Fourth interception thrown by Rivers. And Chiefs Kingdom can celebrate. It's a lot more fun with the music underneath. If, but you, if you were explaining to someone every team in the NFL from scratch, they had no context. You play that 15-second clip and say, this is the Chargers. This is the Chargers. Yeah. Chance to win despite yeah. falling, like stepping on rakes, tripping yeah. over coffee tables. Agonizingly close for Phil to throw an absolute duck to Sorensen against that vaunted Chiefs secondary. Uh, <laughs> Sorensen, ju- household name. <laughs> household name. <laughs> Kind of our 2020 Duel Revis. Um, and it was 
uh, you know, surprisingly an entertaining game. This didn't have a lot of uh, appeal. Obviously, Mahomes is, is slowly coming back. We know he is slightly injured, but the Chiefs' defense actually did make a few stops. We do take the piss, but uh, keeping this Chargers team to 17 points uh, is pretty respectable. I think what they did on, against the ground game, Melvin Gordon only to 69 and Eckler for 24. Obviously, you know that all too well with your fantasy mm-hmm. um, up against both players, but this Chiefs' defense actually did stand up for once this year, and it wasn't up to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and you've got to give him credit because the Chargers have weapons everywhere, and for mine, they're the best 4-7 and seven team in the league by They far. just don't know how to use them. Uh, yeah, and whether that comes down to coaching or whether Phil Rivers maybe... Over the isn't, hill. Uh, isn't a great quarterback? Four interceptions. I mean, hey, he's Hall of Fame, man. Okay. Hey, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to shoot him down, but he's also yeah. pretty old now, and yeah. four and seven just ain't gonna do it. Do you move on from Anthony Lynn or Philip Rivers? I think that's the question they wow. face at the end of this season. <laughs> but with all the Lamar hype this year, Lamar Jackson, Baltimore mm. Ravens, doing a bit. If you haven't noticed, I feel like we've forgotten a little bit about Patrick Mahomes. My thoughts exactly today, and, watching that game. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I know he's been injured and he's been under the radar, and the Chiefs are seven and four. But I just feel like they're the kind of team that could beat anyone on any given Sunday. That's a yeah. new one by me. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I think they are like the wild card going into the playoffs. And I okay. really think that they're not, uh, they're, they're in the race, but they're kind of out of it for a bye. But mm-hmm. even so, I would trust them against the Patriots, certainly against that um, Patriots offense. And I give them a sniff against the Ravens. I think I think they already beat them this year, and who knows? The yeah. Ravens have obviously come into their own since then. But with Patty Mahomes coming back to hell, he's still nursing that injury at the moment, mm. and he's and he's putting up numbers. What, what did he end up with? A nineteen of thirty-two, hundred and eighty-two yards, five carries for fifty-nine yards, best mm. of his career. He had a few nice runs actually. It's no Tyree Kill down plays. Tyree Kill was a concern for no, me. No Damian he, Williams. I think he had a right. Uh, I think it might have been a thigh. He left in the second quarter. Yeah. But if he's not healthy, I do worry about this team. It's where they generate the most of their receiving yards. Fortunately, Travis um, Kelsey stepped up in a big Travis way. Travis Kelsey did. Yeah. He played well. He played seven like, catches, ninety-two. He played like the tight One end we all, we all know and love. And uh, I think that yeah, the other Chiefs receivers have to stand up. Sammy Watkins, and then obviously the ground game. It's just that defense. I still am so sus about it. I know you like. I do like them on offense. I just don't trust their defense at all in January. Currently, they're hosting the Texans in a wild card game with obviously. I uh, know oh they're leading that division, but I think that I don't, I don't know. I just it, it was the Chargers, and I just don't know the if Chargers. I'm completely sold. I know Mahomes. I do get the vibe that Mahomes is kind of like a what about me vibe, but. Uh, I just think we need to see a few more games. They I, play the Raiders week 13. That'll be that'll be huge. I agree. As Booker McFarlane said <laughs> but, in the AFC West. But as they round into form, I can just see them <clears> becoming <throat> one of the sides that finds a rhythm <clears> just <throat> before the playoffs and can really do some damage. Uh, apart from that, mate, Los Angeles, the Chargers, that is. Mm. They're, they're done now, right? We're, oh. we're over them. Oh, that's, God. That, that, was done, that was done a while ago. They, that's true. Just playing true to form, uh, making up the numbers. I still think they will... Create some absolute upsets well, that's with five weeks it. remaining, which is just, which is just classic Chargers form. They won't make playoffs, but they'll still they'll hang around. And uh, I certainly think you know they have the pieces, like you said, and they can beat. You know, I think the majority of teams. In, in it, it feels playing well in terms of like running back. You know, two great running backs. It feels like they've got three receivers they can genuinely target in Hunter, Hunter Henry. Henry. Yeah, oh, that's what I mean. Like Hunter yeah. Henry, 
Uh, Williams had that unbelievable 51-yard catch. Watching that, that was sick. That was an awesome play. Just that, like, that elongated. Yeah. It was was a clanger. And then the massive fall in the back. That was mint. And then I think Ken Allen as well is is still an incredible receiver. Um, They should really be an awesome team. All all their offensive positions are pretty much stacked. Um, Williams, I'm pretty sure he yelled Kappa as he went down. Kappa! Every kid says it for the last 50 years. (laughs) That's it. So, but you you have cause cause for concern with the Chiefs D because those as we're saying, Los Angeles put up 312 yards in the first half alone. Uh, Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler showcasing their skill set. Uh, but yeah, I that think we, there's yeah. some upsets down the line for them. They're that pesky, like similar to the Falcons, who we'll get to, mm. could ruin some teams' seasons. Team but the they're they're, they're cooked. But I do think the Chiefs, what they did, they did give up 312 yards in the first half, but they kept the Chargers to nine points. Mm, that's did, a good point. They, they protected the end zone, which I think was a big thing for them, despite the yardage loss. Um, they, were still in, they were still in front at halftime, despite that discrepancy on D. So, look, things to look forward to for the Chiefs. Uh, they're nowhere near the best team in the AFC for me, but they will be around. Absolutely. Well, Chaz, as every week, uh, we want to go over what we learned, what was confirmed, and slight shuffle this week. Mm. What were the questions we came out with? The big cues, they're going to be at the end, but let's start with what we learned, and I want to take our attention to the game that we thought would be the marquee matchup. That was Houston against Baltimore, Yeah, and it was ugly. Uh, You've got two Mm -hmm. teams that were contending for a playoff bye, potentially. But Baltimore proved that not only are they above Houston, but they might be the, the mate be the best team in the league. Chats your in thoughts. the league. I thought you were about to say AFC in the league, the way they're playing. Uh, I, I think it was the first Texans possession. Deshaun go for his textbook spin move, gets sacked by a Ravens player, fumble. Ravens go in, score the touchdown, seven zip, 14 zip, 21 zip. And it's over. So, you know, the Lamar show is off and running. He had four touchdowns, 86 yard rushing. The Bolt, the Ravens are on pace to be the greatest running team in NFL history. Really? Across re- 16 regular season games with Mark Ingram and Lamar. Oh, Gus they Edwards are, and as Gus well. Edwards he had 100 well. on, the, on the ground. Yeah. So, and this, they just did not stop from there. And the Texans never really got rolling. People were saying that DeAndre Hopkins' pass interference changed the game early. Yeah, it's like first quarter. So Humphrey, like, pretty much just did an AFL-style 360 pin the arms, tackle him. Yeah. Which I thought was fine. <laughs> they challenged it. And it did look like a bit of a PI. But Bill O'Brien saying in the post game, I don't know what pass interference is anymore. You lost 41 7. Get over it. See, it I'll, didn't change the game. I wouldn't have drawn attention to it because you're right. If it was a close game, mm. totally. Lamar looked like he was playing PI. Last year, okay. Saints justified to be yeah. missed. This, it was the first play. Fuck it. Yeah. Who, who really cares? You had a whole yeah. the, three quarters to try and come mm-hmm. back, but they literally, you know, it was mercy rule. It was basically like playing the Bengals last week. They pulled mm. Lamar. RG3's been getting reps, mate. It's yeah, dangerous. he's looking good. He's on that sideline saying, I want a piece of this. Yeah. This is what I've been working this for. A... And if it wasn't for that Carlos Hyde 41-yard touchdown run late, what have been a, shot been a 41 donut. And it was almost like the Ravens just like, fuck it, let him score. Yeah. But this Baltimore team is scary. I love everything about them. Their defense is balling, feeding off Lamar's energy clearly. Yeah. And I think this team has to be the Super Bowl favorite. They're the, the way most, they're playing currently. Most likable team. Mark, oh, yeah. Mark Ingram might be my favorite player. I don't know if you've seen him in the post game. He's did you hear that pump hilarious. up? Hilarious! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, the, the only. And between him and like Judon, like yeah, they, they were pumping each other. I was getting Judon in. Yeah, I, I just I love their energy. They're a sick team. Plus that Marcus Peters trade, 
Oh, he's become the best corner gorgeous. in the NFL. Dead set. I think like, he's had three pick sixes or something. Statistically, this year. I don't know what DVOA means, but yeah. he's fucking. He's got plenty of it. Yeah. Uh, everyone's raving. I don't think about anyone's it. had four pick six touchdowns, pick sixes in a season since like uh, Deion Sanders. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus Peters trade looking and he pretty would good. not miss the Rams. When you compare it to what the Rams did, which was trade two first rounders for Jalen Ramsey. And obviously mm. he's an extremely talented Haven't guy. Haven't heard of him since he moved to LA. Not as much. Marcus no. Peters, however, turns out to be the best cornerback in the league. Uh, there's nothing to hate about this Ravens team. Let's turn our attention to Houston though, because mm. Houston, we got a problem. Yeah, mm. They're only six and four, but uh, you got to think they've got to reevaluate their identity on offense because yes. they couldn't get anything going. And Deshaun Watson, former MVP candidate, didn't really look like it anymore. Hey? Yeah, it was a bit concerning. Uh, you got to give them a little bit of a leeway in terms of, you know, you're on the road in Baltimore, the crowd's going berserk, you're down 21 zip. I understand all that, but the Texans. Massive game next this Thursday night against the Colts. They do host the Colts. Indian Houston both six and four, and the Titans hot on their tail at five and five, hosting the four and six Jags. It's an all AFC South week twelve. Eight and eight might do it in that. Eight and eight might get it done. Nick Foles is back, um, but yeah, let's focus on the Texans. You know, defensively, obviously they were atrocious, and Deshaun Watson yet yeah, nowhere near his his trademark form. I don't know who I like in this AFC uh, in this AFC division I, with you know, the, the Colts. Yeah, the AFC South with the Colts getting brisket back, playing relatively well. The injury to Marlon Mack is obviously huge. Um, I really couldn't pick a winner out yeah. of this division. Well, it, I think it's coin flip. Honestly, Colts have the tiebreaker against Houston already. They mm. beat them earlier in the year. Mm. Thursday night, as you said, will be huge. It feels like the Colts have a lower floor, but the Texans have a yep. higher ceiling. Yep. Uh, sorry, the Colts have a higher floor. You know what I mean? Like they're sort of they Texans could do more. Texans could do hot. more, but they, uh, you know, they could really bottom they could out. Really, yeah, shit the bed. I'm, I'm yeah. worried about that. Whereas like Colts, Colts, are Colts are steady. Exactly. They're you kind of know what you're going to get. It's all based on that offensive line. You're going to get God some defense. God forbid T.Y. Hilton comes back. You might they get might a trick actually, play to T.Y. Hilton, maybe. That Marlon Mack injury hurts, but yeah. Well, I mean, the Colts ground game was unbelievable. I don't have the stats in front of me right now, but I know that they put up yards against Jacksonville and not just with Marlon Mack. That was with everyone. It, that was, Jack's a, it was a feeding that frenzy. That Jack D is unrecognizable from the uh, the Blake Bortles years. But, uh, well, Blake used to pump the lads up. You want to and, pick and up. You, they, that's why you don't let him go. Jonathan Williams for the Colts now, their lead running back here, 13 carries for 116 yards. With Mack out, you want to pick up on fans. Not bad. Not bad. So that'll be a great game Thursday night. I I'm excited. I can't pick a winner. But, uh Yeah. Yeah, Do you want to sleep yeah, on the Titans? Could the Titans just be like one of those annoying first game of the AFC playoff team? Oh, there will be there will be an article in two weeks with can Tannehill take them all the way. I I I shit you not. If they make the playoffs with Tannehill, real quick, do you keep him? I oh, have to. Right? You have to extend him because I don't know yeah. who else is out there. You sign Andy to... Dalton or Cam Newton, maybe. No, absolutely. If they go on a run in Tennessee. Get some Tanner Hill fever. I think I'm talking six years. I'm talking Tan- big, bigger than Dak. Tan- Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans. Unbelievable. Uh, Very exciting. Chaz, uh, the other thing I learned this week, I think you mm. did as well, is that the Vikings are getting exactly what they paid for with Kirk Cousins. And let me finish this because I feel like Kirk Cousins has been a punching bag for years. Mm-hmm. Justifiably so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm certainly as guilty as anyone. But I think I've had an epiphany watching that game. They were down 20 zip at halftime. And uh, yeah. you've heard this stat a lot throughout all the podcasts. But 99 of the last teams that were down by 20 over the last five years lost the game. 
Vikings were the one that were able to pull out the W after being down 20 at halftime. Now, obviously, there have been bigger deficits that have been beaten, but Patriots Patriots of Atlanta. But Vic Fangio's D, not doing a lot in the second half. But I'm coming around on Kirk Cousins, and not as a good player. We know that he's a good player, and we've known that for weeks. But genuinely, I think I like Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. because he's a nerd. It just clicked. He's a nerd. You know the guy at high school who's a nerd but a lovely guy? He's mm. a nerd who could play football really well mm-hmm. and good enough to do it. And I think that's why he's been such an easy target, Chad, over the last yep. few years. People I think just, it is. He, he just, he's a punching bag. I just saw his Wikipedia. It's not great. Um, Ooh, but it is great to see him playing so well. you got, you got to give him some respect. He was copping it so early this year. Yeah, I like People that. People were trashing him. Including us. his $84 million three-year contract was a piece of piss. And it is now... Paying off huge. Cousins, four touchdowns in the second half. Uh, and this Vikings team are getting around him. I love everything about them. The balance with Delvin Cook and Madison. And the defense as well is playing well. They did lose Harrison Smith in this game. Their safety. I think it was their uh, free safety. How long is he gone? He's a, he's a great player. Could be a couple of weeks at least. But, uh, yeah, I mean, surprising. You, you looked at the score earlier and you thought, you know, the Broncos are up 20-3. to three. Same old Vikings. They pulled it out. Uh, I don't know who the first, the first name of the, this Allen is out of the three Allens we know. Yeah, this is Brandon. Uh, Brandon Allen. Uh, just couldn't get it done late. He's the one with um, male pattern baldness. I'm just having a look at his face now, and it looks like hey, he's got to shave it. But in terms of Kirk Cousins' career, I mean, this has been all fantastic, but can he get it done in January? I'm looking at his postseason record. He's played two games, played one in 2012 with the Deadskins with a passer rating of 40. They lost 2015 with the Redskins. Pass rate of 91.7, threw a touchdown, no picks, lost. So 2012, just focusing on that aspect. I feel like that would have been in relief level. of RG3. When you look at the Redskins, though. No, he was starting. I wonder, you know, it's amazing that Kirk Cousins is able to drag that franchise to the playoffs. I think we're looking at it in the wrong light because you look at them now and they are next to Cincinnati, the worst team in the league, easily. The, the Broncos. Red, the Redskins. Oh, yeah, the Redskins. So, so for Kirk Cousins to now be in Minnesota doing great things, I think what they paid for, they paid a premium on a guy who can get the job done mm. to be a top 12 quarterback, basically. Yeah. Like, don't lose us the game. And our defense, running backs, wide receivers will do the rest. And that's what he's becoming. And he's excelling in it now. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I like this Vikings team. In terms of, like, most complete teams in the NFL – Put them right up there with Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You think about their offensive line, their receivers, running back, defense is fantastic. Uh, uh, who else is there? San Francisco 49ers, Green Bay yeah. Packers, obviously in the mix there. Leading that division. When do they get Thielen back? Uh, well, he's he's been out. He's, they've got a bye next week. You've got to think week after he should be coming back. But uh, yeah, yeah we, I think they need him just to really round it out. Uh, but Stefan Diggs, man, a 54-yard touchdown. It just Oh, brought, that was a dime. Brought that the crowd back pass. into it. They were that loving was, it. They, they, was, they it were was on that. That was an incredible play. Uh, 23-20 after that. Yeah. Um, unreal. I do agree with you. I, I'm very concerned as a Packers fan with this team and the fact that we are going to Minnesota in week 14 to take on these dudes. Not confident about it. Um, I think this 49ers game will be very telling. Yes. To see how we can handle a very balanced team. Uh, so that'll be very interesting to see. Uh, it just it just pisses me off. They're they're around the mark. In fact, you know? I think Jimmy G is the sexy version of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he is. That's, they're the same player. Mm. They've just got different looks. A hundred percent. The Vikings, by the way, I don't know if you saw the first half. That was like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Turning the ball over, fumbles, 
it, it was it was a shit show. Mm. And for them to come back after that really shows a lot of character. Even though it was against the Denver Broncos team led by a guy called Brandon Allen, who Brandon I don't Allen. think we'll see ever again. He looks like an accountant. If you look at him right now, he's an accountant. Cortland Sutton had a, a completion. He's 100% passing. He had 38-yard completion as well. So, mm. But uh, Brandon Allen, not a good look at all. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 29 for 35, 319 and three touchdowns. That's, he's elite, mate. He's great. I, I, can't, I don't know if I could name 10 guys I'd rather be a quarterback right now than Kirk Cousins. No. But again, I guess if you give anyone the keys to that team, yeah. they're going to play pretty well. Chaz, what did you learn this week? Well, I learned a few things. I learned that, I mean, not really to learn it, but the Patriots just won. They won ugly. And yeah. we did expect this game to kind of be a marquee game for week 11 in Philadelphia. Uh, from what I saw, it was quite cold. So a lot of wind. Assuming it was a more run focused, more defense oriented. But uh, the Pats with a seventeen to ten win, pretty much pulling out all the stops with a Edelman touchdown pass to Dorsett with about ten to go in the last. Unique on something like this. Over to Edelman. He's loading up to throw it. He's going to the end zone, and it's a touchdown. Edelman with the touchdown pass. To Philip Dorsett. Whenever they struggle on offense, he's always got something at the end. And you see Dorsett with the big catch, takes the hit. Edelman throwing a strike. Yeah, that one hurt. It did. It really did. And, uh, but, you know, Brady wasn't too happy in the, in the post game. You know, he had, he had 216. He was about 50% passing, no touchdowns. And this offense just sputtered throughout the whole game. Luckily, their defense showed up. Will it stand up in Jan? Remains to be seen. I have this thing in the back of my mind. The Patriots always just flick a switch in a big game situation and get it done. But this team, it just doesn't look the same as previous years. It doesn't, Chaz. And this was a far cry from Super Bowl 52. Yep. Where the Eagles won 41 to 33, Mm. if we remember. Nick Foles uh, being the MVP of that game. But... It was the complete opposite. It was a defensive showing, and to be honest, it might have been one of the better defensive showings from the Eagles as well. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Both teams are there to play, but I mean, the question I had, or really the statement in what was confirmed for this week, was both these teams' offenses need help, and it's unlikely to come. Uh, In the shape of, uh, for the Eagles, Alshon Jeffrey is who they're waiting for. He hasn't looked that good all year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Deshaun Jackson isn't coming back and people are acting like he's the, you know, the second coming of Jerry Rice, but really he had like two catches in one game. He's 32 years old. We don't even know if he can play anymore mm-hmm. for the Patriots. You cut Josh Gordon. Obviously they just didn't want to have a bar of him and look, that's fine. He must be a handful. He seems to be doing all right in Seattle already after one game and mm-hmm. two critical catches in that, but it doesn't look like Gronk's coming back. And if he, if Gronk is going to nah, come back, surprised. he has to announce that before November 30. To the, right. to the league. So after that, he can't. Yeah. So I just don't feel like that's coming. So for New England, especially as someone who's in contention, unlike Philadelphia, will be lucky to do anything. Yeah. I don't know what January looks like. Uh, and mm. nine and one, you're going to have a bye and maybe, you know, you turn yourself into a running team. I think that's what I could see. Like Rex Bur- Burkhead having 130 yeah, even, even receiving. Even so with Burkhead though, it's like he's not a stable running back you can lead on. And all their, all their running backs are kind of, like, they all alternate with Michelle and White. It's not like a steady ground and pound. Yeah. Like if they had a Delvin Cook, they could, I could see him riding all the way through to Jan. Happy yeah. days, do a couple of play actions, mix it up. But they just don't have a staple running back. And you look at their receiving core, Edelman leading with 53 yards. Then you got Benjamin Watson. He's pretty much on his deathbed. Rex Burkhead, Philip Dorsett, 
all around the 30-yard mark. Benjamin and then, Button Watson. And the running game, they've got Sonny Michelle leading with 33. I mean, it's incredible how they're eking out these wins. It's luckily their defense is so elite. Yeah. Um, on Philly's side of the ball, Carson, 50% passing, 214 yards. And their running game is just, it's just absolute. Jordan Howard was out. Mm-hmm. Miles Sanders led the show, but led the show, I'm going to say, 11 carries for 38. Um, well, there was no threat of the pass, and that's yeah. kind of what hurts the ground game because mm. obviously windy night, sure, but also, I mean, what's the receiving core? Nelson Aguilar is the biggest threat. I'll say a white side. Exactly. He had a catch for 29. Matt Collins. And Mac Hollins at zero. He had, a, he had a target. But though. at least he had a target. Got to get him out there. Get, you know, Dallas Goddard is is okay, but Zach yeah. Ertz is getting double teamed every play. It, it just doesn't seem like. I, I don't want to make excuses for Carson Wentz, but it doesn't seem like he's got a lot of help out there. That Maybe being said, back. last Sproles. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say Foles or Sproles? Sproul, Maybe both. Uh, dead set. <laughs> either. Now, okay. people are killing Aguilar for that drop at the end of the game. I don't know if you saw it. I didn't see um, it. Carson Wentz, uh, first down, throws, misses. Second down, throws, misses. Third down, throws, misses. No one talks about that. They're talking about the fourth down. Carson Wentz escapes the pocket, absolutely launches a Hail Mary for Nelson Aguilar. Perfectly placed ball, admittedly. But he has to he has to, like contort his body. He's got a Patriot on his back and... It's kind of in a bread basket and it goes through his hands, so it's technically a drop, but it looked like the fucking hardest catch you could ask yeah. a receiver to make. That's like something Michael Thomas would come down with yeah. and he'd be like, This guy's the best receiver in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are killing him for it, but it's like, look, is uh, that the last play? Yeah, it was the last play oh. of the game. So there was a chance to tie it, but not really. You can't expect was... that. Come on. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, yeah. look, actually probably just should have moved the chains a bit earlier. You know, we wouldn't be in that yeah. position. So what does this What does this mean for the Eagles, mate? They're oh. sitting at what five and six, five and five. five, and five. I mean, they're only oh, okay. a game behind Dallas, and I think they're hosting Dallas later in the year. So look, it's not panic stations. Their schedule is cream puff. They play the. They've got the Redskins, the Giants twice, the Dolphins. They got the Giants twice, the Dolphins. They do have Seattle next week. That's their tough game. But after that. You'd expect they win all those. It's interesting games. after all these losses for the ball to still be in Philly's court. Yeah. The only problem is, what are you going to do if you make the playoffs? Who are you beating? No, you'll be no you'll, one. you'll be one and done. You'll be hosting a game at Lincoln Financial and get some revenue for the team, and that's it. Yeah, hundred percent. And you'll Seattle be, will come you'll in. You'll be hosting Seattle and lose thirty-eight to ten. Scrimmage. Yeah, scrimmage. But it, you know, but just making the playoffs is enough. They're making the playoffs for this current team would be, you know. That'd be that'd be an achievement. Yeah, it, I, I, it, it would. It sounds be. like I'm taking the piss, but it's true. Yeah, but it's kind of like last year, and then they ended up winning a game. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> they were a wild card. The beat beat the Bears. It was great. Um, yeah, but I I gotta say the Eagles maybe the second most disappointing offense behind mm. the Rams. Yeah, but just above the Bears. I feel like they're more Ooh, disappointing than the Bears. You're above the Bears. I think we're above the Bears at Halifax Park. No, but, in terms um, of disappointing. Oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> I play my offensive production, but um. I think that's got to be your top three, right? Yeah, I think so. Rams, Eagles, Bears, Zach and Chaz. Zach and um, Chaz. No, we're actually we're elite. So. Corner out, we can't be beaten. But I think that oh, uh, man, you get me on the scene. Philly maybe are doing their best twenty ten Packers impersonation. They won the Super Bowl and now they're just kind of in that honeymoon for like eight years. Yeah, yeah. So that's, maybe they're just that's doing what that. I'm looking forward to. Another eight, <laughs> eight, eight years of Doug being like, you guys remember the Philly I, special? I want to ask you a question. You remember the Philly special? Do you see a long term future with Carson Wentz? With Carson, absolutely. I'm more You're not worried. still sipping on the juice from 2017? Because I, I I don't know. I'm not watching many Philly games, but I'm not seeing this guy show any semblance of what we saw before he got injured in 2017. Uh, I think he's still a, he's easily a top 10 quarterback. Uh, <laughs> I, I disagree with that. I don't know who else I'd um, 
put in front of him. No, <laughs> not put in front of him. I'm trying to think. I'm, like I'm the... talking Russ. I'm talking <laughs> Lamar. Better than all those guys. He escapes like no other. No, I think, look, with the right team around him and an offense that looks like it has an identity, I, I think he can be a great player. I'm, I'm fine with him. You could do a lot worse than Carson Wentz, trust me. But Chase Daniels free. But I think, I think, I think but I think it, I, I'm more, my concern at this point, and I don't know, I don't know what these guys know, but my concern right now, the offense hasn't looked the same since Frank Reich left. And no. I'm wondering whether it's Doug Peterson and mm. his coaching staff that's the issue. Mm. But I don't know. We'll, we'll, we will see, mate. We will we'll see. see. Right now, uh, questions yeah. are to be asked. Oh, right now, at least you know you're not going to make a deep run. Like, you, 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 you might. You win a few. You win oh, a, you, it's great because you can mentally yeah. check out now and, uh, you know, focus on fantasy, which is really focus important. Focus on the Packers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, All good right, stuff. Can, what else did I learn? Um, I didn't learn anything else. Well, what, what was confirmed for you? What was confirmed? My be well, on, on the NFCA, so the big D, make their case for Jan with a, with a clutch win over Driscoll and company. In, <laughs> in Detroit. Uh, Took me a second. You mean Dallas and their win over yeah, Jeff? Yeah, Dallas, uh, Jeff Driscoll and Patrish. Um, but uh, what was more alarming was Jeff Driscoll actually picked apart this Dallas D for 27 points. Real knock on a typically proud franchise uh, if Driscoll's making it. starting to tear you up. But uh, Stafford obviously being out for the year does really hurt this team. Kenny Golladay is a bona fide zero in my fantasy every week. But... <laughs> The focus was Dak on the road, and he just continued a stellar season. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna be close to any MVP. I think we all know who the MVP will be, but Dak just continues to say, "Jerry, where's the dough?" Could not agree more, Chaz. You look at the team; it goes through Dak. I don't know. I mean, I know why they paid so much to Zeke, but it almost seems silly now because Dak not only deserves that bulk cash. He deserves to be in the conversation for MVP. And I know he's not near Lamar, and I think Russ is right there. But in terms of that, like, third, fourth spot, I'd put Dak right there with, like, Michael Thomas and then yeah. Christian McCaffrey. And sort of, considering who his coach is, he should be even closer. 100%. Dude, Dak is amazing. His season this year, uh, he's averaging 8.8 yards per attempt. If he continues this pace, he'll be only the fourth 5,000-yard passer in history uh, to crack Oof. over 8-point yards attempted in the same season. Uh, the other three quarterbacks who did it before him, Tom Brady, 2011, Dan Marino, 1984, and Patrick Mahomes last year, two of them were MVPs. Uh, Brady got etched out by uh, actually your boy, Aaron Rodgers, that year that he of did course that. He did. Um, um, but Dak, 444, three TDs. Uh, he's, he's a star. It's It sucks to see. No pun intended. Uh, he is a star, uh, absolutely. And especially with Cooper... Uh, yeah, Amari Cooper banged up. He was he wasn't even a factor in this he was game. Randall Cobb, mate. Uh, Randall Cobb had 115 yards, four catches. Gallup hey. looking like an all pro receiver. Looked like Michael Irvin out there. Dead set. He Nine was, he's catches. Good. He had 148. I'm picking him up in fantasy late next year. He is always mate. No, always he won't be going late. Mix. He'll be in that like Chris Godwin like fourth round. Yeah. I reckon he's and even, good. And even Zeke, like we said previous years, you know the Cowboys. They you know Dak always rolls when Zeke puts up these high numbers. He had, you know, 16 carries for 45 yards. So this this Detroit defense stopped the run and he was still able to throw for almost 450 yards without his best receiver at 100% health. Like that is an incredible performance. That's a great point. Um, and, you know, I think, uh, I was just going to put this in as well. Jason Witten had some big moments. Uh, so I think he's going back to the to the booth. But uh, yeah, that'll be, yeah. And that's why he's not going back. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but Dallas, yes, a statement win, obviously, as we discussed. Six and four ahead of Philly. 
they do have a much tougher schedule to finish the year, which is why I still give Philly a sniff. Now, if I was an impartial NFL fan looking at the potential NFC playoff landscape. I want the Cowboys in the playoffs. I want the Cowboys so much more than Philly in the playoffs. Not because they're... Because you want to see them go in the first round hosting. No. If I'm an impartial fan, if I'm just, oh, if yeah, I'm yeah. looking on, yeah, I want, sure. I want uh, this such a better team to watch. There's so much more exciting. The Cowboys, Seahawks. Way more in drama. Jerry World. There's always oh an elite. There's always an elite or game San Jerry Fran. World. Or oh, yeah. Vikings or Green Bay. Saints. Saints. Well, they'll probably win the division, but yeah. The um, NFC couldn't have the six teams currently could not have sexier matchups. Yeah, as long as and uh, as a Philly fan, I want Philly to be in there. But if I wasn't no, a Philly fan, I, I fuck it. There's yeah. no way I would want Philly in there. They're boring as shit. Yeah, and you just know who's going to win. They'd, at least you'd have a team to bet against. Jesus Christ, Chaz, what was confirmed for me? Uh, last one on my end, Matt Nagy, head coach of the Chicago Bears. He hates his quarterback. Hates mm. his quarterback. That is, of course, Mitch Trubisky, who, if you didn't know, was taken number two overall in the 2017 draft ahead of Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes and uh, Deshaun Watson. Mm. I don't know if you heard that stat before. They've, uh, they've He's just, a better pocket passer. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, dis- hard to dispute. Have you heard the uh, story that the reason that Ryan Pace, general manager of Chicago, liked him because he drove like a 1999 Camry or some shit? And he's like, That's classic Kawhi Leonard theory. Yes, 100%. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait. I got done. He's actually yeah. just a loser. You know, you think like he's humble. Nah, yeah. he just no, drives a, a shit he's car. Just a goober. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Put up seven points this week. I think it's a recurring theme. He puts up seven points. I'd like to say no, seven's not bad for Trubisk. Stat line. So I'm not sure about what happened at the end, but apparently he was injured during the game. Yeah. And Nagy put on Chase Daniel with three minutes left. I forgot to play the Sunday Night Football the, theme music and I've almost, yeah, I fine. think I've done us a that's favor. Fine. Uh, so the Rams were up ten to seven at that point, I think. Yeah, and more. Mm, oh, I think they were up maybe 17. seventeen seven. Maybe okay. The Nagy said, "Chase Daniels going in. Is this? I, I'm literally confirming. Is so, he saying we're p- putting Trubisky on the bench because the game's over, or is no. he saying I genuinely think they, Chase can get ten points? They wanted to try and win. They were making a charge because they were still burning their timeouts. It wasn't like they decided the game was over. They no, were, it wasn't a few kneels. They wanted to score, but uh, Matt Nagy after the game said it was because. Mitch had a sore hip. He asked Mitch, how you feeling? He's like, oh, I'm a little bit sore. Immediately, Chase Daniel back in. I think that Trubisky could have told him he had the hiccups. He would have been like, you know what? Fuck it. Stay on the bench. We're going we're gonna to put our boy Chase out there. Because I, I just think Matt Nagy hates him. But it's a weird time in the game to do it. It's like if you're going to yeah, bench like, him. Do it like the start of the fourth. Do it. Also, this wasn't time. even his worst game. He's played way worse than this. Mm. He, was, he wasn't good. But... It just, it, I don't know what kind of message that sends to everyone else in the, stats. In, uh, in, the, in, the, in the locker room. Um, well, there's no way he'll be there next year. He can't. No. and He'll lose a, players on defense to free agency if he They'll just if he leave. They'll, they'll demand a trade. Fuck off. Fuck like, this. I'm, not, I'm not part of this shit. Well, Can we, someone Cleo Max can hang around? A bit like the Chargers, one person's going. It's either Matt Nagy or Mitch Trubisky. I don't yeah. think anyone's coming to Chicago to fix Trubisky. I think yeah. he's done. I think they're going to... Look, imagine if they had Andy Dalton. Just like... They would be... They would be... Five and five. Maybe better. <laughs> I would say six and four. For I'm mine? Close to the third spot in the North. I'm just saying. Trubisky, 24 for 43, 191 touchdown. Chase Daniel, one for four, nine yards. So I think that answers the question of who they go with for 2021. Chase. Um, Chase. But... Uh, 
Last last thing. As you were going to say, yep. Uh, I just wanted to make an analogy for you. We love an NFL to AFL analogy. Oh, this, is, this sucks. In you this, text me this today. In this, uh, in this podcast of First Down Under. Charlie. Stinks. The Bears of 2019 are the Demons of 2019. 2018, you have a great season. New coach. Everyone's vibing it. Potential coach of the year. Bow out in the playoffs early, earlier than you should have. You got beat. Uh, but you come back, you recharge, you say, this is the best the team's looked in years. We've, the fan base has been tortured for so long, but we finally got the answer. We're going to contend and potentially win a flag slash Super Bowl. And then you absolutely shit the bed and you need to hit the complete reset button on your franchise. Chicago Bears, Melbourne Demons. I Historic say, franchise, your thoughts. One I would flag. say we're more the Saints from last year because NFC Championship is equivalent to the prelim. Both, Saints... both injustices in that <laughs> there was pass interference and Melbourne lost uh, by 12 goals, but you shouldn't be allowed to play in that heat. So mm-hmm. I would say that both, in terms of the levels both they teams were screwed, and then in terms of the final four and then the, the, the factors against them, I'd probably say the Saints. More of an historic franchise, genuine success throughout their time. Saints, no, uh, the Saints so suck, but they were Saints, sucked in the previous... Era. Yeah. Chicago, more the Bears, historic. The Bears didn't really do much in the playoffs. They Last lost, year. They lost to Philly. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. Card. But you yeah, lost yeah. as well, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but yeah. And you're both shit this year, unlike yeah. the Saints. Yeah, but I think, yeah. I'm pretty happy with this. I think actually. our players are just as good in and the last AFL time, sense as the last the time they were good. Oh, wait. The no, Demons. 2000. So the Saints, the Saints were they around? They no, were around. The Saints have been around, but they were yeah. shit then. But I think Saints, I think the terrible Saints is more applicable. Saints are <laughs> terrible. It's not even close. I think the Bears are perfect. Like every, yeah. yeah, it hurts you to think about it, but you're like hundred percent. No, it doesn't hurt me at all because I don't give a fuck about my AFL team. But so it does. I think that like slight relevance, but every time you become relevant, you then become irrelevant for the ten years following. Yeah, you know what I mean. You have like one year, and then it drops off. We do have an elite uniform. So I'll give you that. 100%. 100%. So Big city. Chicago yeah. probably consider themselves the Melbourne yeah. of but, uh, the US. Yeah. So it's Glad inter- we spent four it's, minutes it's, it's on It's interesting this. that uh, that unfolded. But yeah. I don't know how to finish this. But I think you make good points. Thanks, Jess. You make yeah. very good points. Look, we have some questions to finish up on. We are going to wrap pretty soon. Uh, a couple of cheeky results that fly under the radar... Mate, these Falcons, they're on a hot streak. They're the best team in the South. Two in a row, uh, three and seven. They that, are pesky. That is not an outrageous statement. They are balling my, on both sides of the ball. My big cue, will Dan Quinn re-sign? Yes. I wow. think they have to. I think they have to. They beat the Saints and the Panthers. Massive wins. Uh, Eli Manning theory, do just enough to get extended. And then torment your fans, hundred percent for weeks on end. He's and re- I tell you what, they go into Carolina and keep Carolina on three points, put up twenty nine on this proud Panthers D, and you know they got Tampa this week. If they complete the NFC South trifecta, they have to extend Quinn. They beat the Panthers so bad that the Panthers are starting to think about Cam Newton again. They're, they're like, maybe the we Panthers have officially crossed the playoffs off. They've crossed the playoffs off, and they're like, maybe we keep Cam. 
Yeah. Maybe this this Allen kid Maybe or whatever's Alan. out there. Maybe it's got to his head. Yeah. But uh, it's not good. Um, their their defense is the big question. They're like a late now. They've given up four field goals in the last two weeks. So it's kind of weird They've... to think about what Dan Quinn's done to that team because I think nothing's he... really changed. I think he stopped being the defensive coach. Yeah, I think they he swapped, literally said. I think Raheem Morris it was a wide receiver coach. Now he's a defensive backs coach. Or Vic Beasley's just doing it on the field. He's just turned it up. Yeah. Like, boys, let's do it. Four picks. <sighs> Quinn, mate. So they're, the Walter White of so the So they're South. three and seven. Now, could they make a run? Oh, Second cue. I haven't seen their sketch, but I think if Matty Ice you talk, I'll bring it up. starts balling. Oh, I haven't got many points here, but if they... Here we go. <laughs> really stitch me up. But... You look at you this You know, if game. you think about this, too, from, from top to bottom, uh, they can do some damage. Oh, boy. Let me give you their schedule. It's not easy, but there's a path. They've got Tampa Bay against Old Mate on Fox next week, for sure. So they got Tampa That's Bay. That's a tough start on Tampa Bay. Uh, which, uh, that is just going to be... That, that may be game of the week. Falcons, Bucks. Falcons, oh, yeah. Bucks. Book it. I don't know why they flexed uh, Niners, Packers. Interceptions. <laughs> this is going to be beautiful. Falcons, Saints. Already beat them. Oh, they'll crush them. Falcons, Panthers again. Already beat them. Hold on. That's that's corrupt. Are you saying they played five? I'm telling you. They, they, they played go NFC South five in a row. five weeks in a row. So they go, here's, here's that five-week stretch. It was Saints, Falcons, Panthers, Falcons, Falcons, Bucks, <laughs> Falcons, Saints, Falcons, Panthers. That's crook. That's actually crook. Then uh, they play the 49ers at home. Oh, they'll smash them. At home. I mean, Jimmy J. In the Dome. Against that. Not in, not in Georgia. Mercedes-Benz in Georgia. Niners, man. They're much better at the bell bottom. Yeah. Uh, they play the Jags. They go to Jacksonville. I think they tail them up. Balls gold. And then they finish hosting the Bucks. Oh, they could. If they go 9-7. Nine, nine I'm seeing 9-7. And, seven. and the Panthers are going to shit the bed. They could genuinely make the postseason. Classic Panthers, by the way. The same thing happened last year. That it's was going to be tough. It's going to be tough for one of them to replace either the Seahawks or Niners or Packers or Vikings. But stranger things have happened in this league, and I don't think anyone wants to face Dan Quinn coming Jan. Charlie, second Q, big Q, out of three. Will the Raiders make the playoffs? Yes. And I say that because they. Are a game behind the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And I do think two come out of the AFC South. Colts, Texans. I also think that... Oh, it's going to be tough then. I'm they have a favorable, the numbers. They yeah, have a favorable schedule. I know that, but the Bills have a really good record. They're mm-hmm. coming out of the East. They'll play enough shit teams to make the playoffs. Colts and Texans will both be shit. Nine, seven, and eight, and eight. They'll both make the playoffs. Uh, you can't. I don't know. I wouldn't guarantee but both the of them. Raiders have the win over the Colts. Raiders have a win over. And they have the tiebreaker over the Colts. They didn't beat the Texans. I don't think. I don't think they did. But but I, I wouldn't worry about the Texans. It may come down to that. I wouldn't worry about the Texans because Raiders now seven and four play the Jets, the Chiefs loss, Titans winnable, Jags winnable, Chargers winnable, Broncos. God, there's a path to ten and six. Yeah. With that, with that schedule, oh, it's going to be tight. I can't. Bills, Texans, I think both make it though, and Colts, Pats. You really like the AFC South, eh? Hey? I do. 
Yeah. And I think the Ravens. You're going to put a bit no of one resp- else coming out of the North. Now, I think the South. Hey, gonna- what about the Browns? Don't, don't sleep on the Browns now. Their schedule is a joke. Well, have we uh, spoken about Garrett yet? Did something happen at the end of that game? No, I think Rudolph did something stupid. Yeah, let's. Uh, he retaliated. <laughs> that he was tackled. Oh gosh! Oh man! Oh. Is this oh, them just watching goodness. Rudolph play quarterback? Yeah, I think it is. Rudolph's head, and then eventually swings it and hits him in the head, and then Ogan Joby comes up and hits Rudolph from behind. Beyond the oh, gosh, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen on a professional sports field. Joe Buck. <laughs> So concerned. <laughs> hey, he's got it. Worst thing he's ever seen on a football field. That's a big call. Oh, he, Has he seen Vontez Perfect play? I was going to say, I don't think he's seen any Trubisky's quarters this year. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Hey, I was waiting for that. Thank you. I was waiting for that. That was good stuff. Uh, Chaz, I think that'll just about wrap us up for week 11. Um, we're not going to give any hot takes out on Miles Garrett. I think everyone's already done that. Um, oh, I think we should just finish on a fantasy wrap. Oh my God! Yeah, I didn't. Know. I forgot about that. I was going to say, would you rather be the Bucks or Jets? But no, that's much better. Oh, the Jets for sure. Donald's been balling recently. He actually isn't looking too bad. Got to like him. Got to like him. All right, a uh, quick fantasy recap. Yeah, real quick. Breaking. The lads both recorded a W, and it was fucks in miraculous fashion. It was unbelievable. How do we? How do we? Uh, how do we set the stage? Oh, well, it came down to Monday Night Football. It did. And uh, Zach was playing against a player with Gordon and Eckler. Both in his backfield. Both in the backfield. Both destined to go for rushing touchdowns. You're listening to in the car on KO. You're not watching the game. No. So there was a play two yards out, and the guy, John Pelissero, goes, and he's in for the the touchdown. The charges on the the line. Yeah. It's Keenan Allen. <laughs> I, I started honking my horn. I yeah. was that excited. I'm yeah. like, fuck yeah. So I'm playing against Keenan Allen. So I shit the bed and I'm thinking, I've lost it. It's over. I'm also against Cole Harbin. And uh, it literally came down to the last drive. We'll just cut it down to the last two minutes. Yep. Rivers throws a six-yard pass to Keenan Allen. I'm now up by 0.16 points. And then Chiefs can get us up on fourth down. Rivers throws the bomb to Williams. They get within 20 of the end zone. And then Rivers throws a fucking... Heart to a Chiefs safety. Ice in the game. I won by 0.16. Zach won by 5. Perfectly crafted. And really what got me over the line was the 49ers defensive touchdown with no time remaining. Couldn't have scripted guys. Murray will throw to Fitzgerald who will pitch it back. At the 25... Scramble for it. <laughs> Ball comes out of there. It's a rugby event. <laughs> Is that 49ers? DJ Reed takes it into the end zone. As <laughs> time expires. Now, wait a minute. This could mean a lot to a certain amount of people. <laughs> he starts to come and then he pulls out. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I think that would have cost, like, so many games. So many people. I can't even begin to describe. Yeah. And that was the difference for you. It was that play. It was. If you missed it, we didn't, points. we didn't cover uh, Cardinals 49ers for obvious reasons. Yeah. Kyle Murray looking good, though, uh, even though they keep oh, losing. Yeah. Lots lot, lot of forward to down there. Inside. Old fuckboy Cliff Kingsbury can't Terrell get a Suggs. win. But Terrell Suggs really making a diff. Yeah, absolutely damaging. But uh, last play of the game, they go for the lateral. 
Larry Fitzgerald throws it backwards 30 yards. And the ball is literally under a pack the of players. The ball's on the deck. It's it looks surely like it's the player's dead. And this Cardinals offensive lineman goes in there and rips the ball 20 yards the wrong way. And it literally takes three 49ers players to pick it up and fall into the end zone. I get the six points. <laughs> and I win. <laughs> That's incredible. That's wonderful stuff. <laughs> That's it for us yeah. on First Down Under. Of course, you can follow us on Instagram for content that we haven't updated in years. Uh, we should probably <laughs> jump on up. that. Oh, we will. We're going to get better, Bill. We will. <sighs> Jazz until week 12, mate. Until week 12. We'll see you then. See you then.